There comes a point in our lives when we strive to define our true meaning and purpose. Many of us move through our existence day after day, living through the same cycles and patterns that leave us feeling unfulfilled and searching for more. For those of us seeking a way to transform life, to capture fulfillment in every moment, to redefine how we perceive the truths of our reality so we can live this life to its fullest. This is the Live This Life Podcast. And I'm your host, Heath Cummings. I'm here to inspire you to ask yourself the question every day. Are you living? Are you killing time? What's going on, everybody? Let's get it growing. I want to start off this episode about the heroes of our lives with someone who was a childhood hero of mine, a quote from him, Christopher Reeve. A hero is an ordinary individual who finds the strength to persevere and endure in spite of overwhelming obstacles. Today's episode is going to be a wrap up of our second season of the show. And that just astounds me. You know, that's an amazing thing that here we are ending the second year of this show and everything that's come along with it. And this is an episode I've been wanting to do for a really long time and honor some people who've been very special to me in getting me to the point that I'm in my life. Um, And that's to talk about the heroes that show up in our lives and the things that make them our heroes. This is a time of year where the mortality of life does kind of set in for me a little bit. Um, My birthday was a few weeks ago, and I'm recording this in late September. And around this time each year, I get reminded that, you know, mortality is a thing. You know, here we are another year in, another big, huge hand on the clock of time keeps taking those huge ticks. And I have to find the balance. I have to find the appreciation with also the fact that I'm getting another year older, you know, this is, uh, you know, that balance, it comes with uh, my happy birthday happens to be on the fall equinox, which is the time we have equal amounts of daylight and darkness. And I just found it kind of interesting. I've been thinking about those kinds of things a little bit more because of the last chapter that we read from the secrets of the universe. And it talked about some of the moon cycles and how, we should be sort of taking stock when there's a new moon and doing all sorts of different things during the different stages. And that just kind of made me think like, you know, my my birthday is at this time where I'm another year older and I've got to find the balance and the yin and the yang of, of that process of growing older and appreciating the fact that I get to grow older. And it, it, it's there because at 29, I was dreading growing older, you know, I was not wanting to turn 30. And it was that year, though, that the second cancer hit, the really serious one, the one that changed a lot of how I approached life. So ever since that birthday, everything changed, especially when the doctors said they didn't know if I was going to make it to 40 when I asked them that question. It wasn't a very good answer. And of course, then when I hit 40 last year, it was like, wow, man, like I'm there. You know, I actually made it to this birthday that we weren't even sure I was going to see. 
So every year is just a gift. And every year at this time, I take stock. Instead of being like, oh, great, I'm you know another year older, I take stock of what great things I've had and what great experiences I've had and the great people that get me to where I am. And it's really helped me appreciate all the people in my life and the things that they have brought to enrich my life along the way. And especially in these last 10 years, I'm going to tell a story about a very special person that helped me get through the hardest time in my life. Um, and some of the other heroes, but what makes these people our heroes and what we should do to appreciate them and recognize the gifts that they give us year in and year out. You know, I, I see life a whole different way and I see aging a whole different way. You know, it is a bit bittersweet because, you know, we grow another year older, but we don't often appreciate the fact that some people don't get that privilege and we have to just keep on smashing through those those things that we perceive as an age barrier. You know, just because I'm 40 doesn't mean I have to look or act 40. Um, and I'm doing the best to motivate myself to be the opposite of of what aging might look like. So, you know, before I dive too deep on any of this, I want to talk about, because um, I, I know this one's going to be a big emotional ride for me for sure. Uh, but I want to mention a few awesome things. Uh, speaking about smashing through barriers, uh, we are close to breaking through the century mark for episodes, which is amazing to me. Uh, we're knocking on episode number 100. This one's number 90. So, uh, you know, this is the last episode of season two. And we'll be hitting the ground full speed starting off season three, year three of the show. Uh, that still blows me away to this day. Uh, but we definitely have some great things coming up, new partnerships, great new awesome guests coming on, some people I've made great connections with. Uh, but one amazing announcement that I had was that we're now on Amazon Music. They reached out to me a few weeks back, and they wanted to incorporate the show onto their platform. So we're out there. We're on another platform. If you've got an Alexa device, you can say, hey, Alexa, play Live This Life, and it will come on there through Amazon Music, maybe somewhere else from what I've heard. It comes up no matter what you say on there. We'll come up on whatever platforms you usually listen to your podcasts on. But on that subject, whatever platform you listen to, please give us those ratings and leave comments for review. That definitely helps us reach new people. And Apple Podcasts is the best place to do that. People, uh, most of the people who listen to the show come from Apple Podcasts. And with 1.7 million podcasts out there, there's a lot of competition. So anything that our listeners can do to put us a next level above others and leaving the comments are a great way to do that. It also feeds the flames for this fire that I have burning for the show. It's great to hear the compliments and the comments that people have. And I will definitely be sure to read those and check those, uh, try and check them as frequently as I can. But also, check out the social media pages. Uh, I promise I'm going to be turning that up quite a bit to, to come up. I'm not a huge fan of social media. I'm, I'm really not. I've tried the whole thing. But I know it's a necessary evil, but it's also a great way to connect with a lot of you. So check out the uh, Facebook, Instagram, also TikTok page, as well as YouTube. I'll likely be putting this episode up in very short turnaround on the YouTube channel and putting more full-length episodes onto there. So please check those things out. One great sponsor I want to talk about is our new partner, Organifi. I've been taking their supplements and products for several months now, and I have to say, after trying so many things over the years, these products are truly life-changing. 
I'm someone who doesn't allow anything into my body that is not of the highest quality, and this company goes above and beyond to certify the purity of their products many, many times over. It is just an amazing company with amazing people and an outstanding mission, and I couldn't be happier to support them. For the warmer months, I am all about the green juice. It's a micronutrient-dense mix of some of the most powerful superfoods on the planet. I use this amazing stuff in combination with several other fresh greens to make a powerhouse drink to start off my day every single day. Check this out and all of their amazing products at OrganifiShop.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I-S-H-O-P.com. And if you find something you want to check out, Use the coupon code LIVETHISLIFE, all one word, to save 15% off of your purchase. So this time of year is always a bit special to me, you know, other than the fact that it's my birthday. Um, But it's really a time that I just get to sit and reflect about how lucky I am to still be here. How lucky I am to still have a chance at life. And all the things that I have that that I have around me to be grateful for. The opportunity to have a platform like this, to reach out to you all, to be able to make changes in my community and start branching out into the world to impact people that I've never met, that I never would have otherwise had the opportunity to meet and do all these things, these positive things that I can bring to the world. Whenever I think about all that, I, I it's a little bit overwhelming at times. You know, I think about what it all means and what it means to have someone call me a hero I've had people write some very personal emails to me, ones that I didn't feel were appropriate to read on the show. But I've had people read, write me some emails that impacted me in a completely different way because taking this venture on, I really didn't ever anticipate this being any sort of a heroic thing. So to have someone paint me in that light, it is really shifted my perspective on this entire thing and made me so grateful for the opportunity of what it is. Um, you know, someone wrote to me and said something to the effect of just how much it, it, they were grateful for it, that it inspires them, you know, to have someone inspire certain things in their lives, to have them look at life in a whole different way based on your words is just something I've never experienced before. You know, I've, I've had the experience of actually physically saving people's lives before, Um, you know, being there when people were about to make a horrible decision and take their life and, and talk them out of it and be called a hero for that and things similar to that, you know, but it doesn't take some sort of an act like that. I think that's what this experience has shown me was that it doesn't take some huge act like that to be in a job like that to actually be a hero in someone's life you know it doesn't take a a firefighter pulling someone from a burning building to be called a hero and things like that just fan the flames for me to want to do this even more but again it's just such a surreal feeling to have that sort of impact on people's lives in a way that you never anticipated that you would and I could say honestly that you've probably been a hero in someone's life and not realized it. And I bet you some of the people who have been heroes in your life might not even realize how much of an impact they have meant to you. And that's the point of the story that I want to tell you today regarding some of the heroes in my life, but one in particular. I think back 
to all the people who have been heroes in my life. You know, first off, let's let's talk about that for a second. Define hero. You know, what does that actually mean? I mean, to me, it really just means someone that impacts the life of someone else in a way that saves their life. It saves an aspect of their life. And like I said, a hero doesn't have to be some huge overt act. It could be someone who's there putting food on the table when you're a kid. You know, the, the, someone, the person who comes to your rescue when your car is broken down and you need a ride somewhere and that ride was something that you desperately needed and didn't know how you were going to find it. You know, that job that shows up for you at the right moment at the right time. Those heroes are often people we don't recognize sometimes in our lives. It could be so many different things in so many different ways in your life. And I have a massive list of people who I would consider a hero in my life. You know, if, if I was one of those kinds of people who was lucky enough to maybe get a Grammy or something like that, they would have to start playing that music that tells you to move off the stage. They'd have to come out there and be like, come on, come on, let's get, let's get going. Because I'd be out there just listing off all these people that got me to the place that I was. I wouldn't be anyone without the supporting cast that has been behind me through so many significant life challenges in my my life. Um, I, I try and think back to specific people. And, you know, I, I can think of a few key ones. I, might, I mean, I don't even know how I could start to, to whittle the list down to a few key people. I can make this whole episode just listing names. Uh, but I think back to people like my man, Jim Lloyd, like he was a guy that worked with me on the job and he was a total inspiration for a lot of things in my life. He went into boxing on a whim at like 40 something, like late forties. And I trained him and it was just such an inspiration to see a guy like him jump into it and just jump into a boxing match when he'd never done that kind of stuff at such an advanced age and do as good as he did, you know? And then from there, I watched the guy jump into a police career at that same time period. Like, I couldn't believe he was starting out on something that physically demanding, going through police academy, and barely made it. And then when it was my turn, I was freaking out when I was making my return to the ring. And he trained me. He trained me throughout the whole entire thing. And when I'm in the dressing room, few minutes before I had to warm up and walk out there, I was literally freaking out. And he's like, dude, what, what are you worried about? You know, you're like more ready than I've ever seen anybody. I don't know if I know a person that you wouldn't tear apart in that ring right now. What do you, are you worried about? Like, calm down. You're ready. Get out there and do your thing. People like that, if he wasn't there at that moment, I don't even know if I would have been able to walk out on that ring in front of like a thousand people or more. It was a nerve-wracking experience, and he was the mo the hero of that moment for me. And I mean, I've just got so many. That my, my, my man, Princeton Clark, I mean, I just had him on for an interview not that long ago, but that guy showed up at a point in my life when I needed someone to motivate me to make a drastic change in my life. And he has just been like an angel on my shoulder. Whenever I'm starting to feel low and having low days, he just pops back into my life and says the right thing at the right time, says exactly what I need to hear, and has just been a hero in so many different instances over the last three years or so. But we all have those people. We all have them. And believe it or not, you know, I, I bet you probably haven't told them enough 
or if at all, about how much of a hero some of those people actually are. So I have the story about probably one of the biggest heroes of the last decade for me. And I'll actually put up a picture of him if I make this video onto the YouTube page. Um, I'll have the picture right here. But this picture is the one that inspired me the most. This picture is a picture of a guy who I would consider one of the biggest heroes of my last 10 years. This man's name is Timmy O'Leary. Now, if you're from my area, this guy is like infamous, right? Everybody knew him. Everybody loved him. You know, if you were with him and you were in a crowd, you couldn't walk more than five people. You couldn't say a full sentence without somebody walking up, jumping on this guy, shaking his hand, giving him hugs. And he loved that stuff. He loved every single person he came across. He was legit one of the warmest and funniest and brightest lights of a person that I think I've ever met in my entire life. And I was fortunate enough, I've known him my whole life. He knew me my whole life. He knew what sort of tough road I had come from at certain points in my life. And he watched me come up through it all. You know, whenever he saw me playing football when I was in high school or when I was in uniform, he would always tell me how proud of me that he was. And I didn't really appreciate that. You know, I really didn't understand it, I guess, back then. But when a man of that stature tells you that, it really does mean something. And it's, it's a shame that I recognized it later on in life. But I think about it now and it, it just chokes me up to think uh, when I hear those words of, man, I'm so proud of you. Timmy was an amazing guy. You know, he was a Hellraiser too. Um, everybody that knew him knew all the stories. His, uh, his wife was actually best friends with my mom growing up. So I heard all these inside stories about the guy. He would like swing from, from street lights and stuff. Um, just a guy who always lived life to its fullest. He always had a smile on his face. Um, great family guy. You know, he raised three beautiful kids who were just all amazing and successful and wonderful people. He was just one of the most kind-hearted souls that this world, I think, has ever seen. And just someone who should never have left this earth as early as he did. This, this planet needed Timmy O'Leary on it. But five years ago, he did in 2016. He had a lot of health complications. He had some hereditary things that created a whole lot of health challenges for him. Uh, he, he actually had like lung transplants. And when he was in the hospital from one of them, they left him on some sort of heating pads or something. And it caused some severe deep muscle burns and infections. And he actually needed to have a kidney transplant to survive after all of it. And his oldest daughter, I think she was in like her early 20s, actually gave him one of her kidneys. To, to prolong his life um, unbelievable stuff but, but ultimately all the fighting that this guy did I mean he fought for years through some serious stuff Is the last 10-15 years I know he had just been through so much stuff and ultimately as tough as he was it, it got the best of him but right up to the end he did it with a smile on his face and you would have never known how well aware he was of what was going to happen, like what was right around the corner for him. He knew it. 
he knew exactly how much time he really had. He knew at a certain point that there was no turning back. There wasn't a whole lot more that could be done for him. But you would never know when you talked to him. I certainly didn't. Um, I remember seeing him in the last few weeks of his life, and I had literally no idea what was going on. I knew he was going through some challenges, but I didn't know how absolutely serious it was. And it was a funny story. So I had a, I, back when I was doing police work, I had a car pulled over right near his house at the end of his street. And he comes out and he's over there yelling at me. He's making faces. And here I am trying to be Mr. Tough Guy serious and I'm writing this guy in a Porsche uh, a ticket. So I, I kind of like, go, go, go on. I'll be over in a minute. And I scoot him on his way. And, you know, he's grinning ear to ear. I, I get done with my business. I go over and I start talking to him. And I realized later on, obviously, after he passed, that the conversation we had that day, I hadn't seen him in a few months. And he was telling me some of the challenges. And he was just saying, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know how this one's going to turn out, Heath, you know. And, again, he put his hand on my shoulders. It's tough to even talk about it this far away, but I remember him putting his hand on my shoulder that day and just saying, I'm so proud of you. And again, you never would have, you would never would have known from the way he carried himself in those weeks that he knew that he was likely not going to see his grandkids, that he was not going to see some of his kids get married. He was just the absolute brightest light that anyone had ever known. And he exemplified that in this picture that I showed. He's on the beach, and it's, I think, maybe within the last few months of his life. And he is up there, arms spread out, looking like a sea monster or something, just acting like the complete goofball that he was. And you never would have known that he had all these other heavy things going on because he just kept on living his life while he had it. Every second he had left, he used it to shine his light as bright as he could. And after he passed, I started to have my own downfall in my own life and was going through a lot of tough stuff, a lot of it that I was making worse in my head as the next little hiccup happened. I would get further and further down on myself. And I remember just this one day, I'm, I'm skimming through pictures in my phone. And when he had posted that picture, I don't know if someone had posted it of him at the time or it was after he had passed, but I remember saving it to my phone because it just made me grin ear to ear because it just embodied what he was all about. And it just inspired me so much because in the face of what he was going through, staring death in the face, he was as happy and full of life as he ever was. So here I was with a second chance at life already and not out there living it as much as I possibly could. And the problems that I was facing that year, that the whole year after he had passed, none of those problems were as serious as the things that he was facing at that moment. Yet here I was kicking the can down the road acting how I was, being as down as I was. So when I look at that picture, it just fires me up because I look at it and say, no matter what you have going on in your life, no matter how bad you think it is, you will never have it as bad as he did at that time. 
and look at how he was and look at how you've acted. You will never go through, hopefully never go through, anything as heavy as what that guy was going through. Yet, he was the brightest light that anyone would have ever known. There's no reason why you can't do the same thing. And that's why Timmy O'Leary was my hero. He was the absolute light that lit me up at the times when I went through some of my darkest times in my life. And it's such a shame that I realized how much of an inspiration he was, how valuable the relationship I had with him was after he had passed. And the night that he died, there were so many people going over to his house. There were so many people visiting him on his porch. And I was seeing all these pictures of all these people going to see him on his porch. And I was kind of like, why are, why are all these people going there? And you could notice that he was starting to look a little different in the pictures. And the night that he passed, I had not wanted to be there and inundate him if he was going through something. And then I hear from my mom that he likely wasn't going to make it. And I had reached out to his wife and she said, you know, come, come and see him. And I did make it in time. And I always think of what I would have said if I had made it in time to tell him that he was my hero and that's exactly what I would have told him I guess one of the things I can say in this episode the one thing I wanted to do to honor him was if you have one of those types of people in your life you have someone in your life that you want to tell is a hero they've done something that has turned your life around has inspired you has literally saved your life. Tell them, don't wait. Because you just never know if you're going to have that day. And to carry that beyond, to have someone mean so much to you that they have been your hero and saved a part of your life and you don't have that opportunity to tell them it's something you got to carry the rest of your life. It's just one of those things where, and I know this is super heavy stuff, but it's just one of those things, one of those, those regrets that you don't want to carry along with you. Trust me. We all have those people. They define a part of us. They mold us into the person that we've become. And if it weren't for their influence, we wouldn't be the person we are today. We owe them the honor of telling them what they mean to us. You deserve to have those heroes in your life. And they deserve to know why they are your hero. That's one of the biggest things that I want to say is tell them. Seek them out and let them know. Tell them why. It's unfortunate because I think the why for me came after Timmy passed away. So I don't know if I would have been able to tell him. But since then, I've made sure the people who have meant the most to me tell them. That's part of why I'm doing this episode. I don't I don't get to do it enough. I'm sitting here telling everybody on this show tell these people what they mean to you and I still don't do it enough. I try. You know, sometimes those are heavy conversations and it's tough to just have those one-on-ones. Sometimes it's an opportunistic type of conversation. But I've had a, a lot of great people in my life. You know, my mom and my dad, that's, that's some of the biggest heroes we all have as our parents. You know, my dad was somebody who was 
just a really young guy. He was 20 years old when I was born. And he went through a really rough childhood as well. So a lot of the things that he did as a 20-year-old guy in the 80s, I don't blame him so much for. I admire how much evolution he's made going through all the years, how much perseverance he's taught me, you know, the never give up mentality and to keep on pushing forward, keep building yourself back up no matter what tough circumstances you go through. And my mom, the same thing, you know, she kept a roof over our heads. She was a single mom for a majority of my childhood. You know, she faced foreclosure. She faced empty refrigerators before. She showed me that you just don't give up. You you have to be as tough as possible. and You never let life get the best of you. You never let anybody get the best of you. But most of all, you know, my wife has just been the biggest hero of my life. She is my rock. She is the most amazing person who encourages me to be my best version. I would not be a shred of who I am today. If it wasn't for her, she is the most patient and compassionate person, despite how much of an absolute ass I can be at times. Um, You know, the very rare occasion that I can be an ass, but I mean, definitely she was there through some of my worst times. And she continues to be my hero because she continues to improve herself all the time. She has shown me perseverance. She's shown me how to be tough at the same time, be caring. And I don't know where I would be without her and and some of these other people. Now, part of the reason I'm recording this now, and this is coming up now, like I said, this is, he he died in September. It was, I think, like a week before my birthday. So it it always pops up, you know, things get posted on Facebook about him and and people talking about him. And it just reminds me so much uh, this time of year about him and the influence he's had and all the people that do. It just kind of like sparks this whole sort of, you know, close out a year and start another one kind of thing and just appreciating what's behind me. But, um, you know, I think about everything that's happened in this last year. And the reason why I wanted to record this now is because at certain points of this year, I wasn't even sure if I was going to keep going with Live This Life. This is honestly a lot of work. It's a labor of love for sure. And I can't dedicate 100% to it as much as I'd like to. And if I can't give myself 100% to something, I don't like to half-ass it. So I'm just thinking, like, am I going to cut it off sometime? And if I do, I have to do this episode. So here I am closing out season two, making sure that I at least get this episode in. And I vowed to make sure that I I got it done in episode, in uh, season two. But not saying there's not going to be a season three. You know, I, I thought about maybe this would be a good time to cut it off. And it's been fun and everything. I've made such great connections, but I need to get out there and I need to enjoy my life a little bit more. The amount of time I'm spending in this is filling up other people's cups, but it's not filling up my own enough. And there's a lot of times my cup has run empty and I haven't really been able to fill it up um, because of so many things that I've taken on. But ultimately, before making that decision, I got this amazing email from somebody uh, who discussed just sort of the heroic aspect of what I do and the whole development with Amazon and a new partnership that I'm going to be talking about in episode, the first episode of season three that'll be airing next week that I'm very excited about. But I decided to give it another go. This is something that lights me up and makes me feel like I can be maybe a very smaller version of what Timmy O'Leary was to me. But 
it puts me in a place where I at least have that opportunity to make some sort of an impact like that for other people. Ultimately, we have to be our own hero as well. People have been heroes for us, but ultimately, we have to make the decisions to keep carrying on. They can inspire us, but we are the ones that still have to pick up our feet and take a step forward. As hard as it might be, as heavy as our feet might be at some of the times in that journey, we have to keep on trudging forward and we have to be our own hero. And it reminds me of this speech that I'm gonna play in a second from Matthew McConaughey. It was when he won an award and he's on stage and he's talking about how his biggest hero was always the him from the future. He, his hero in the moment was him five years from now, 10 years from now. And I'll let him tell the story. It sounds way better coming out of his mouth. Check this out. And to um, my hero, that's who I chase. Now, when I was 15 years old, I had a very important person in my life come to me and say, who's your hero? And I said, I don't know, I gotta think about that. Give me a couple of weeks. I come back two weeks later, this person comes up and says, who's your hero? I said, I thought about it. You know who it is? I said, it's me in 10 years. So I turned 25, 10 years later. That same person comes to me and goes, so are you a hero? And I was like, not even close. No, no, no. She said, why? I said, because my hero is me at 35. So you see, every day, every week, every month, and every year of my life, my hero's always 10 years away. I'm never going to be my hero. I'm not going to attain that. I know I'm not. And that's just fine with me because that keeps me with somebody to keep on chasing. So to any of us, whatever those things are, whatever it is we look up to, whatever it is we look forward to, and whoever it is we're chasing, to that I say amen. To that I say all right, all right, all right. And to that I say just keep living, huh? Thank you. Absolutely love that speech. Keep living. Keep trying to be the hero in five years that you strive to be today. So that wraps up season two, year two of the show. And here we are, full speed into season three with all the inspiration that I've had behind it. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to taking this show to the stars, putting in everything I have over the next year. Because if the part-time effort that I've had in this has gotten it to the level that it's at, I know that that much more effort and attention and focus will bring it that much further. So again, I want to say thank you to every single one of you who's been behind this. You too are my heroes. You're there encouraging and supporting this whole thing with every bit of support that everyone gives it. And I feel like I have a purpose that goes beyond me. It makes me feel like I can someday measure up to some of those people who have been my hero and and impacted my life in a positive way so profoundly. So Uh, Thank you all. Thank you all for everything that you've brought and the support that you've given me. And thank you for working on yourselves as well. People don't realize how important that is to the world to bring your best version to the world. And all of this stuff is a part of it. I'm going to leave you with a song from Soul Rising on this one to wrap up season three. This one is featuring Jerry Funk and it's called Never Be the Same. I'll leave you with this. Tell your heroes what they've done for you. Don't wait. Don't risk losing the chance to deliver the most heartfelt message about the way someone has changed your life. Timmy O, this one's for you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. 
see you in season three.